Entrepreneur on Fire 667. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. It's National Make-A-Will Month. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help, but they're not a law firm. Protect your family and future today. Visit LegalZoom.com, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Art Pollard. Art, are you prepared to ignite Absolutely. Yes. Art is a diehard entrepreneur and renaissance man. He founded a software company, which today has its software on most computers. Today, he's widely recognized as being one of the foremost chocolate makers in the world. His company, Amano Artisan Chocolate, is quite likely the world's most highly awarded chocolate company with over 150 first place awards since 2007. Art, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Well, sure, John. I had a really strange childhood. I grew up in a little town called Los Alamos, New Mexico. That's uh, uh, where the home of the Los Alamos National Laboratory is. So there, you don't grow up with sports heroes. You grow up with you know Enrico Fermi and Robert Oppenheimer as your heroes. <laughs> so I grew up with a really strong scientific bent. But the thing is, is that uh, Los Alamos and New Mexico has got this really great fusion cuisine. And so there's really great food down there. And you, you got this technical community. And so... My love growing up was the sciences and food. And uh, so I got a chance literally when I was a little kid to start working on nuclear reactors by the time I was like 13 or 14. And and I was always going around to like the very best restaurants trying to find like the ultimate food. And, uh, and I just pursued that until, uh, until I'm actually following my passion today. We're all about following our passion here, Art. And after reading the intro, I was wondering, why did I not have a box of Amano Artisan Chocolates in my living room right now? But we'll talk about that after the interview for sure, Paul, because I know uh, you are quite the awarded man for what you are doing with your chocolate. So I'm excited to dive into how you made that transition. I'm excited to talk about how you now are following your passion with such intensity and purpose. But before we dive into all of that, Art, we always start with a success quote. So take it away. My success quote is good old Nike's, just do it. We allow ourselves so often to find excuses to not do the things that we need to do. You know, whether we're relying on other people or the conditions in our lives just aren't, you know, perfect for what we're trying to do. And really, they all, all they are is just simply excuses. So it doesn't matter what our passion is or what we enjoy doing. We've got to get out there and just do it. 
Fire Nation, just do it. Have these words be your touch, touchstone every single morning when you awake. And when you lay your head down at night wondering, did I today just do it? Did I just act or did another day slip on by? And Art, we have a lot of different stories that we're going to tell today. We're going to talk about why you're currently successful in what you're doing. We're going to talk about an aha moment that's led you to where you are today. But the first story that we're going to talk about is a failure art. So don't be vague. Don't be distant. Take us to the moment that you've failed at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. Art, take us there with you. Share with us the surroundings and tell us that story. This one's actually a fairly recent failure. And uh, so it's still... Uh a little bit raw for me. It still so. hurts. That's okay, yes. Art. We like pain. We, uh, I brought a friend of mine on to do some sales for us uh, not too long ago. And uh, so my friend came in and uh, I shared all our plans and all, you know, a lot, of, a lot of our secrets as to what we're doing and how we're going about doing things. And, um, and he just, he, you know, he absorbed a lot. And then, uh, I found out through a newspaper article later, well, he, he kind of went off and did some other things. And then, uh, I found out through a newspaper article that, uh, he'd gone out and gotten his own set of investors and was, uh, starting a competing company. And it was my failure, uh, when I brought him on to, uh, not have, uh, fully you know, contractual, non-compete, non-disclosure agreement in place. I did not dot all my I's and cross all my T's, uh, you know, because it was somebody that, you know, I considered to be a friend. And, uh, and I was, you know, I relied on that rather than relying on good, solid business practices. So let's talk about some details for a second, Art, because a lot of our listeners, a lot of Fire Nation are listening to this now and saying, you know, I'm going to be going into business with somebody, or I'm thinking about bringing on a partner or a business associate or just adding to my team. And these are all things that a lot of us as entrepreneurs need to do to continue to grow our businesses, because that's what we're doing as entrepreneurs. We're always looking to grow our businesses, to expand, to find new ways to generate more value, more revenue, whatever that might be. So my question to you, Art, is this. Break it down for us. What should you have done in hindsight bringing on this friend of yours? Well, in, in hindsight, the very first thing I should have done was have a signed non-disclosure, non-compete put in place. Um, I don't think that anybody should bring on any employee without doing that as literally like on day one. Um, and it's tough because uh, you, sometimes you feel that, you know, you're imposing on somebody or that they're, they're going to think that you don't trust them. And uh, well, there's a lot of really great, trustworthy people out there. But uh, there's also a lot of people that, uh, you know, they have their own agendas. And uh, sometimes we do, you know, may not play into that. So um, it's just a matter of solid business practices of getting all the agreements in place on, on day one. So let's be honest too. I mean, the reality is, Art, you guys were friends and there's a lot of power behind that. But when it really comes down to bare bones, as just human beings, 
our first priority is ourselves and our direct family. And so, you know, what potentially could have happened in this situation or what I've seen happen in others is some friends come on, you know, they've worked their butt off or it just didn't work out for some reason. So they ended up leaving. They tried a couple other things, but guess what? Money's getting tight and the actual runway is running out and they have a couple kids at home. They have a wife being like, what's going on? Are we going to lose the house? And then all these stresses start coming in. And what do you think is going to be the most important thing in that person's life? It's providing for his or her family. And you know, another analogy that I really give to this art is prenuptials. I mean, so many people have such a hard time talking to their fiance about signing that prenuptial because it's so unromantic. And what do you mean we're going to be together forever? And of course, that's the hope. But I mean, it's just you see it time and time again, more now than ever, just these divorces happening and so much pain is happening and dragging through the mud all because that one simple document was not put in place at the beginning. So our kind of break it down specifically, then we're going to move on to another story. But break it down. What exactly does a non-disclosure, non-compete, what does that specifically do and how would that have helped you? Well, with a non-disclosure, non-compete, and it it varies, you know, from state to state, but uh, it's basically an agreement that secrets that you have in your company, that they will remain secrets within your company and that uh, they will not disclose these things to other people. And uh, with a non-compete agreement, um, it's basically an agreement that if you hire them, that in exchange that they will agree for you know X period of time, um, usually it's about three to five years, that they will not go off and uh, directly compete against you. So our, we love just kind of bringing everything together and giving Fire Nation, our listeners, just one takeaway because there's so many things of value throughout your story that you just had, throughout that failure, that obstacle that you faced. What is just one clear lesson that you would take away from this experience? You know, we're a small company, and so sometimes it's it's easy to uh, do the handshake agreement sorts of things. Um, but there's a real good reason why large companies always go through these sorts of formalities. And it doesn't matter how small we, you are as a company, whether it's just you or whether it's just two or three of you, or, you know, whether your company is, you know, 50 or 100 people. You have to um, follow these formalities and make sure that they're always covered. Um, and along those lines, you know, it's, it's tough on, on with bringing on business partners on the same ways. And so you have to make sure that all those formalities are covered when you bring on any sort of partner or any sort of employee. And Fire Nation, this is what I take out of this. And this is how I want you to look at this because this is a little bit of a mind shift. And I don't know, Art, if you've ever read any Stephen Pressfield. He's one of my favorite authors. But the reality is, Fire Nation, turn pro. Go pro. Be a professional in everything that you do, period. Doesn't matter how small or how big you are. If you turn pro and you are always doing what the professionals in your field would and do, then you are going to be much better off in the long run. And Art, that was a powerful story. You really took us there, and I want to maintain that story-type atmosphere as we talk about another 
part of your journey, which is an aha moment, which is a light bulb that you had go off at some point in your journey as Art Pollard. So Art, take us to a time when you had this light bulb moment, this inspiration that kind of just bubbled from within. Tell us that specific moment in time, Art, and the steps you took to turn it into success. My favorite aha moment was right uh, when it really came to me that I needed to make chocolate. Um, when I was working, when I was going to school, I worked for the physics department, of course, and I was, you know, eating this chocolate and, (laughs) and, uh, I just made this offhand comment that it would be really cool to make my own chocolate. And all my friends that are working on space shuttle getaway projects and particle accelerators and stuff, they told me that, uh, that I couldn't do it. And there's no money in chocolate art. Absolutely. (laughs) And so, um, so I asked them why, and they said, "Well, you got to, um, you got to, uh, uh, you got all these trade secrets." And I'm thinking, "Cool, that's a research project." And they got, and they say, "You need a millions of dollars of machinery." And I'm thinking, "Well, gee, that's what I've been building for the last, you know, ten years." And and they say, and they say it's really hard to get good quality cocoa beans. And I say, "Oh, so that's what you use? Use cocoa beans? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get those?" And they say, "South America." And I'm like, okay, well, I'll get my own, I'm thinking, you know. And I filed it away um, for a number of years, actually, um, because, you know, physics types, they always have, like, you know, some sort of bunch of projects to get to someday, right? (laughs) And um, I went off and got married, and I had spent a little time living out in Hawaii. And so I had 500 bucks to last the two of us till the end of the week, because we were, like, pinching pennies just out of college. And we found this outlet for this Belgian confectionery company and we go in there and the pieces are in a, literally in a jewelry display case and everything lit up and was, I mean, every, all these pieces of chocolate look like gems. And one of the things you find out really quickly when you get married is everything's twice as expensive. (laughs) So that $2 truffle was actually a $4 truffle and I had 500 bucks for the end of the week and the lady spent way too much time trying to convince me to spend that extra money to, to try one of these things. And eventually I took the plunge. I bought one for me. I bought one for my wife. And as soon as we had tasted them, we realized that there was more to chocolate than just chocolate. That there was a whole new level that we as, you know, your Americans just really hadn't explored before i think that that really carries on to so many different products and so many different journeys um that there's this there's always like this next level and we need to find that next level and that's where we need to focus our efforts and um that was when i saw that next level and literally i came back from our honeymoon i called my old boss at the physics department like hey wayne like I want to make chocolate now, you know, <laughs> and you get that big, long, awkward pause, you know, <laughs> and I gave him some ideas or some different machines to like look out for me. And he brought some stuff over and I started, you know, literally building, experimenting and designing and building my own machines um, right after that. But, uh, but I think that the big thing is, is that there's, there's always like a way to take what everybody else is doing and to try to take it to that next level. And once I saw that next level um, for them, I realized I needed to take that next level for me. So, Art, one thing I want to talk about is that 
external forces will just always be throwing their opinions at you. And Fire Nation, it's going to happen no matter what industry, what niche, what idea you have. And for Art, it was his buddies in physics. For me, it was my buddies and peers and mentors in podcasting. And sometimes the more resistance you're getting to certain ideas, the bigger the opportunity. I mean, look at what Art was putting up with for resistance. People were giving him a thousand reasons why he could never even start thinking about making his own chocolate. Just like for me, when I was thinking about doing a seven day a week podcast, that's all I heard was all of the reasons why you can't do this. The immense resistance that both Art and I faced about something that we felt that there was a void and we felt that there was a niche in, to me, only made me realize, wow, if people in this industry actually think it's impossible, what's gonna happen to the person that actually does it. You know, it's kind of like way back in the day in alchemy art where everybody was trying to turn lead into gold. And you know what was bringing those people forward was that, well, what if I am the person that's actually able to turn lead into gold or whatever those substances are? I mean, that's going to be unbelievable. And for me, you know, my alchemy was a seven day a week podcast. It supposedly couldn't be done. So I wanted to figure out how to do it. Art, this American that was, you know, looking to go out there and change the chocolate world that couldn't be done. You're just a physicist. What do you know? And that's my biggest takeaway. What art is your biggest lesson that you want to share with Fire Nation from this entire experience? You can do it. You know, you can, there are so many different opportunities out there and there's always a way to take what's out there and to take it to that next level. And it doesn't matter how many people tell you that you can't do it. Um, you can. And it is just absolutely amazing to me that we look at all the different products that are around us and there's always a way to do something better and to do it in a way that satisfies people's needs even better than what is currently available. So Art, a mono artisan chocolate is quite likely the world's most highly awarded chocolate company. You've had over 150 first place awards since 2007. I mean, it's a little bit of an understatement when I say you've had a lot of very proud moments as an entrepreneur. But take Fire Nation to one moment that you at this moment in time would consider your proudest entrepreneurial moment. I'm going to share two short, two short, short moments. One Only if you more. send me chocolate art. That's Absolutely. Okay, done. Absolutely. <laughs> Deal. You know, we started literally winning awards like, you know, right out of the, out of the starting gate. Um, but, you know, it was, a, it was a couple years later when we actually won the gold at the London Academy of Chocolate Awards, which is literally like at that point in time, it was like the Olympics in the, in the chocolate <laughs> nice. world. And so, you know, when I, when I got that, I'm like, oh, awesome. We've arrived. Um, but really, quite honestly, my proudest moment happened a little a uh, year or two before when we had made chocolate from this little valley um, in uh, Venezuela. It's called Quiagua. It's really hard to get to. It's, uh, you go a couple hour drive from Caracas to this little village called uh, a little city called Maracay. And then you go up and over the um, this mountain range. And it's like a it's a three hour trip. And they, somebody's was dumb enough to count the number of turns on this road. It's well over a thousand, and it's a and it's like a dumb enough you know, or bored enough. One of the two. One of the two. You got to do something while you're going up and over. 
but it's a single lane road. There's like a hundred foot drop on the side. Um, you honk as you go around the corner so that your oncoming traffic doesn't, you know, they know that you're Barrel coming. you off the side. <laughs> yes. And, and as you can look down and you can see vehicles that, you know, oh. that did go off the side. And, um, and we come down into this little village called Okumari and we, we, you know, we spent the night there and then at, you know, 4.30 in the morning we got up and we, we drove, uh, down this little coastal highway to the village of Kiagua. And, you know, this, so this place is really far out of the way and we spent the entire day working with the farmers uh, you know, arm, arm in arm, literally. And then um, at the end of the day, we brought the farmers together and I had brought in chocolate and had it on ice um, this entire trip. And we gave each of the farmers a bar of chocolate. And then I gave them a little, you know, pep talk and about how, you know, valuable what they were doing was and what they had was really precious and they needed to preserve it. And then I broke up a, a chocolate bar and I gave so I gave them each a piece so they wouldn't have to dive into their own. And um, a minute later, this really old farmer comes up to me and he says, this chocolate, it, it's like a river. And he turned to leave. And I knew that if I didn't ask him what he meant by that, I'd always wonder. <laughs> me too. And so I asked him, so like, what do you mean by it's like a river? And he says, this chocolate, it takes you on this journey of flavor and it takes you to all these many wild and wonderful places and it just goes on and on like a river. And I was blown away, quite frankly. And, you know, here in the middle of absolutely nowhere in a place that, you know, rural doesn't even begin to really explain it was this farmer with the heart of a poet and that somehow what we had done had, you know, touched his heart and spoken to him in a real profound way. And for me, that is absolutely my proudest moment. There's no prize. There's no award that can really take away from that. Um, and that will be like my moment literally for the rest of my life. Do you have a tagline for a mono artisan chocolate? Uh, we do. It's uh, it's about perfection. It's about perfection. Love that. And you obviously are very symbolic of that throughout. But I do have to say, after hearing that story, I almost like the tagline, a journey of flavor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be powerful. So Art, let's now take things to present times. I mean, you just took us on the Wayback Machine, I felt like I was there with you when that old man was being poetic, yet so truthful and just genuine. Let's talk about today, though, now. Take us to what Art Pollard, what you are most excited about with your company right now. Oh, boy. We got a lot of things that was really exciting right now. Um, we are uh, just adding a whole lot of capabilities for um, creating chocolate for chefs. We, we've always been providing chocolate kind of like behind the scenes to, you know, a number of the world's uh, top restaurants, you know, uh, uh, Chez Panis, you know, Alice Waters restaurant there in Berkeley, for example, and, and Mario Batali's restaurants in Vegas. 
But uh, we've always kind of been like behind the scenes for some of these restaurants. And so right now we're doing this incredible push for um, providing uh, really high quality uh, chocolate to really top of the line uh, chefs and doing it and doing it right and doing it in a big way. And um, uh, at the same time, what we're also doing is uh, we're gearing up to be able to make custom chocolate for either for chefs or for, um, uh, you know, people like in the nutraceutical industry that are um, wanting to, you know, create like a chocolate that, you know, makes you feel good or makes you want to get sleepy or uh, have really, really high antioxidant uh, value. Ooh, so like the tea of chocolate. Yes, yes. So that way, you know, we can we can provide anything, not just for ourselves, but we can provide it for other people. And so that's what we see as a really great growth opportunity. And that will allow us to do the things that we want to do, which is to produce the world's finest quality chocolate. Our Pollard Fire Nation taking chocolate to the next level. And Art, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Most Americans don't have a will, but did you know that without one, you could be leaving yourself and your family vulnerable against the court dictating what happens to your property and other possessions? So many Americans procrastinate because they say making a will is too expensive or too time-consuming. My answer to that, LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom's prices make sense, and it only takes 20 minutes for LegalZoom to guide you through from start to finish. During National Make-A-Will Month, you can get special pricing on wills and living trusts by entering promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Again, that's promo code FIRE. It's National Make-A-Will Month. Stop procrastinating, Fire Nation. Protect your family, protect your future at LegalZoom.com today. LegalZoom was developed by top attorneys to provide self-help services at your specific direction, but they're not a law firm. Legal help is furnished through vetted independent attorneys. Visit LegalZoom.com today and use promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Art, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I don't know. I've always had that entrepreneurial bug ever since I was a little kid. <laughs> I always enjoyed travel, which, of course, the chocolate thing really uh, forces me to do. Um, and when I was a, probably when I was a freshman in high school, I realized that I either had to be 
self-employed or a teacher if I wanted to travel to the level that I wanted to travel. And so uh, every so I've all I've always uh, just had that entrepreneurial spirit. I never wanted to beat to anybody else's drum. I've always wanted to beat to my own. <laughs> what is the best advice art you've ever received? Uh, the best advice I ever received was from a friend of mine, um, Eric Ruff. He used to run a company called PowerQuest. Um, some of you may remember a product called Partition Magic. He he wrote that. And um, he told me really early on, he says, Art, if your machines aren't running, you're not making money. And uh, I ignored that advice for a while because um, I was going to be the independent artist. But what he was telling me to do basically was to make chocolate for other people. And I've postponed that for, for quite a while. And then I've, eventually I came around and I'm like, you know, my friend Eric was right that doing some of the things for other people, it's not always the most exciting thing on the block, but it will allow me to do the things that I consider to be most important for my own gratification. Art, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. One of my personal habits is uh, I get to work 80 hours a week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of being self-employed is you get to choose which 80 hours a week you work. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> so uh, I, tend, I do tend to overwork um, and I tend to uh, obsess over the things that, uh, that I'm doing. So I will sit there and I will think about it and I'll, I mean, you know, even when I'm in a movie or when I'm you know, going out for dinner and and doing all, you know, going for a hike up in the mountains, all I can think about is how to take what we're doing to that next level. And um, sometimes that gets me in trouble with my wife. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but that's, you know, for better or for worse, that's, that's how I am. I mean, Art, when you're an entrepreneur who truly loves what he or she does, that is passionate about your daily activities, it's hard not to live it with every single nano cell of your being. And it's just a reality. And we can always strive as entrepreneurs to improve, to become more present in every moment with our significant other, with our friend, wherever we might be. But it is just something we are always going to have to work at for just deciding and being so fortunate to be able to living a life that we have chosen for ourselves. And Art, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I am a huge fan of Google Docs. Um, that allows me, no matter where I am in the world, to literally be able to you know, manage all my documents and to uh, put together proposals. And so I'll be like at some farm in the middle of the Dominican Republic or in Venezuela, and all I got to do is find a spot somehow to have internet access and I can, I can pull down the, you know, contracts that I've, that I've written. I can, and I can make what changes and I can submit that to new customers. And oftentimes they don't know that I'm doing this like literally from like in the middle of the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, um, so I'm a real huge fan of Google docs. It's, uh, it's a way that I can take my office with me. Absolutely. And Fire Nation, Entrepreneur on Fire runs off of Google Docs ourselves. And you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Art Pollard. And Art, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? 
Oh, I am a huge fan of Ricardo Semler's book, Maverick. I don't know if you've read Maverick or not, but... I've read it. It's actually a hard book to find because I think it's still only in paper or hardback. Yeah, it's out of print as far as I'm aware. Right. Um, but Ricardo Semler, his company runs, uh, uh, makes pumps down in uh, Brazil. And these are the big pumps that they use to unload oil tankers. And he, when he took over the company from his father, the first thing that he did was he fired all the middle managers clear across the board. Gone. Uh, yeah, gone. And he learned the hard way uh, just all the different ways that people try to work their jobs to make them important when in quite reality they, they really weren't. And so he makes this cut. And then he uh, really pioneered the open book, uh, uh, democratically run companies. And he gives, he literally empowers his employees to um, participate in a company far more than what we here in America would, would typically feel comfortable doing. He teaches the employees how to read the books. Everybody can see the company financials. Um, he legitimately gives them like equity stake in the company so that their net worth rises and falls with the company. Yeah. One of the things I really love he does, he, he, that he does is he gives a um, bonus to all the employees. And the bonus is the same for the executives as it is for the janitorial staff. <laughs> and the, the idea is, is that if it's the same for everybody, then there is absolutely no squabbling and there's no backbiting. Um, everybody's treated equally. And the question is, well, what, you know, what about the janitorial staff? They're not necessarily, uh, on the caliber of the, some of the executive staff. And as you know, the comment is, is look, you know, they executive can't get his work done if the janitorial staff aren't doing theirs. <laughs> well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one, not this one specifically, for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Art, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? One of the first things I would do is I would find the local entrepreneurial group and I would find out who in my area is just has a total passion for running their own business and for creating things. And what I, and then I would see who among that group has similar passions to mine. And maybe I, and if I'm lucky, I'll find somebody that has a similar drive and similar passion and there'll be synergies that we can use to collaborate. And if, if that doesn't work, I'll just go off and I'll find my own passion and follow that. Um, there's always something you can do to provide a better service and to create a better product than what's out on the market. I'm absolutely convinced of that. And you can find somebody else to do it with or you can do it on your own, but either way, just do it. Art, you have rocked the microphone today. And if I had a microphone made of chocolate, I would present it to you, my friends. So let's end this entire interview by you giving Fire Nation 
just one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Well, my parting piece of advice just goes back to the phrase that uh, I kind of live by. Um, again, it's just do it. Don't let anything hold you back. Um, there's always going to be things that are going to pop up. You look at the really great entrepreneurial uh, leaders of the world, and you know, quite honestly, they all have lives. They all have friends. They all have family. They all have you know, uh, blowing up pipes in their house. There's always going to be something that we can allow to take us off our entrepreneurial journey. Um, there's always going to be excuses, but we can always just just do it. Just get out there and just do it. And the best way to find us is on uh, our website, amanochocolate.com, A-M-A-N-O chocolate.com. And we have all sorts of really great, uh, crazy stories of uh, <laughs> my travels down into you know, Central and South America. And I just came back from Dominican Republic in January. We got in this crazy big car accident and Jeez. stayed in a third world uh, uh, hospital. And it got to be really interesting. <laughs> I hope that people come and, and visit and uh, see some of our crazy journey and uh, try some chocolate that's not, a, not like anything you've ever tasted before. Well, Art, Fire Nation is well aware that they are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And Fire Nation, you've been hanging out with Art and myself today, so keep up the heat. And Art, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been chatting about at eofire.com. Just type Art in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Art, thank you for being so incredibly generous with your time, expertise, experience, Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much, John. Fire Nation, ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast? Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week. Just visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 